Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing Do this during no contact to increase the chance of getting your ex back. I provide audio coaching for breakup recovery, trying to get an ex back, attracting someone new and life coaching. Visit www.dateme.tips for more details. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast. And today we are discussing do this during no contact to increase the chance of getting your ex back. So if you have been dumped and want to try to get your ex back, you will likely implement the no contact rule. But whilst in no contact, you need to give yourself an edge. In today's podcast, I'll be discussing the three things you need to do during no contact to increase the chance of getting your ex back. So let's get straight into this. And point number one is delete your ex's number. Now, you need to listen clearly to point number one. I don't need to be getting anything confused about my suggestion right now because, of course, this could have huge consequences if you were to misinterpret what I'm suggesting you do. So, if you are a dumpy, if you've been dumped, if you want to try to get your ex back, you're going through no contact, you need to be giving yourself that edge by making sure you get through no contact successfully. And getting through no contact successfully means that in most instances, you will never contact your ex again unless they contact you first. Now, there are some caveats to the rule. And this is, of course, my version of the no contact rule. And it does differ to some of the versions that you can find online. So I suggest that you subscribe to my YouTube channel, ring the bell for notifications, and check out my playlist on my YouTube channel entitled the no contact rule. This will help you fully immerse yourself in my version of a rule and understand why I believe it will give you that best chance of success. So if you implement my version of a rule, in most instances, this will mean that you should be never contacting your ex again unless they contact you first if you're the dumpy. Now, like I said, there are some caveats to the rule. And if you really want to understand your perspective, then you may want to consider speaking with me one-on-one via my audio coaching service. But if you are within the generalised type of dumpy situation and you aren't contacting your ex unless they contact you first, you need to make sure that you get through no contact successfully, meaning that unless they contact you, you will not be reaching out to them first. And this is why you need to make sure that you give yourself an edge what I'm talking about because it can be very challenging to move through no contact, never contacting your ex again unless they contact you first because, of course, you feel so desperate. And it's so understandable to feel desperate because you're going through feelings which are similar to a combination of grief and drug withdrawal. Now, of course, unfortunately, there is no 100% guaranteed way to get your ex back. There is no way you can magically make your ex reach out to you. And some dumpies, unfortunately, will never hear from their dumper again, but they are in the minority. Most dumpies, if they live their life the right way post-breakup, will hear from their expert dumper at some stage. And if you fall into that category, if you are a generalized dumpie who shouldn't be reaching out to their ex first, who eventually hears from their dumper later into the future, then this is where you need to be making sure you get to 
that stage. Because it would be so unfortunate if you would have had that life journey, that life path, where your expert dumper would have reached out to you if it wasn't for the fact that you are constantly texting them, constantly calling them, constantly knocking on their door and chasing them away, preventing what would have actually happened. Which, like I said, in a generalized sense, would be if you behave in the right way, your expert dumper will in most instances eventually reach out to you. So to successfully go through no contact, making sure you don't reach out to your dumper unless they reach out to you first, making sure that even if you don't hear from them again, you go through no contact for you first and foremost, so you go through breakup recovery and enable yourself to attract somebody even better than your ex if they don't reach out to you, or maybe if they were to have reached out to you in months to come, you might find somebody even better. Sooner to do this, you need to be making sure that you give yourself every chance of completing this challenge. And it's no small feat. It's very, very difficult. And that's why point number one of today's podcast, I believe, can give you that edge. And that is deleting your ex's number, but not blocking them. Okay, that is a huge difference. Now, what I suggest you do is that you write down your ex's number. Now, you might already know your ex's phone number off by heart. Now, even if you do, I suggest you write it down. Write it down on a piece of paper and put it somewhere safe but then delete your ex's number. Now, this might just seem something small that you were doing on your phone, but it has big consequences. Because when you're going through the grind, if you are in that moment where you want to reach out to your ex, if you have opportunity to do it, you will do it. If you can just easily send them a text, you'll send them a text. You'll ring them up. You'll give them a call. You will do whatever it takes to satisfy that urge you have at that moment to make contact with your ex. So anything you can do to slow you down is going to be to the most benefit of you. If you write your ex's number down, if you put it somewhere safe, this means that if you get the urge to reach out to your ex, you've then got to go and find that piece of paper, wherever it is, you've actually kept it. And during this time of locating a piece of paper with your ex's number on it, you may have just realized that this is probably not the best thing to do. You know, just buying yourself a few minutes, even a few extra seconds, could be the difference before you send your ex a text, which ultimately you are likely to regret. So I suggest writing their number down, keeping it somewhere safe. And this will also help you if you receive a text off a number that you're not sure of or a missed call off a number you're not sure of. You're wondering, what's that, my ex? You can then just check it and make sure and realize and understand who it actually is that called you or sent you a text. You would likely probably already know, but again, it just gives you that benefit. Now, if you're thinking, well, I have my ex on all of these other social media apps, you know, what's the big deal about a phone number? Well, that can be something completely different because you have to realize your expert dumper may block you potentially on social media. You know, you might have their contact details via a certain app and you might find out that you couldn't contact them on there anyway. Whereas a phone number, if you were desperate enough to try to reach out to them, you could go to a payphone. You know, you could call them off your friend's mobile phone. You could do anything to contact your ex if you have their number. So that's why it's so important to make sure that is not as accessible to you as it would be with them being in your phone book 
on your phone. If they're on your contact list, it's much easier to reach out when you may regret it. Again, the other apps, I certainly don't suggest you reach out to them on it either. And maybe you need to consider deleting them or certainly removing notifications, etc., that type of thing. But I believe that the phone number is the most important element because, like I said, your expert dumper may block you on other socials because they really don't want to hear from you right now. But they can't block every single phone number in the world where you could just pick up a phone, borrow it off a friend or a family member, go to a payphone and then start to call them. That is why you need to prevent yourself from chasing your ex away. You need to prevent yourself from failing on your journey of no contact. So now let's get into point number two and the second point of today's podcast about do this during no contact to increase the chance of getting your ex back. And point number two is go through your calendar. So it's now time to go through your calendar over the next six months or so and make notes of particular days which you know will be extra difficult to go through. Now, the reason why I say the next six months or so is because we need to have a cutoff point within range. You can't be doing this forevermore. And I would say six months is a good chunk of time. It also takes you to around the average amount of time that dumpers tend to reach out to dumpies. So we want to be trying to get you through as much of no contact as we can. And therefore, I think doing this for up to six months is a good time frame to consider. So go through the calendar, look at all of the dates which are coming up. You might see your ex's birthday, for instance, is on that calendar. You might see that your anniversary of when you first got together is within these six months. You might see many other possibilities. It could be Christmas, it could be New Year, it could be whatever you feel is going to be a difficult day on the calendar regarding triggers of your ex. Now, when you've written down and made a note of all of these dates which are coming up in the next six months, what I want you to do is make plans for all of these days. Now, some of these plans might be things that you can actually organize and arrange now. Maybe you've got some holiday or vacation you need to book. This is the perfect time. Make sure that you are covering these types of days and then making plans. That's the crucial thing. Make sure you're making quality plans. Now, perhaps you're somebody who actually prefers to work and it's not going to affect you as much if you are working. But if you're not working, it's really going to play in your mind. In that respect, you might try to make sure that you arrange your work schedule if you have any say in it to make sure that you cover these days that you are working. In essence, I want you to be making sure you have plans on all of these difficult days. Because, again, linking back to point number one, this is where we need to help you get through no contact. And these particular days, not only are they likely to be very traumatic to you in an emotional sense, but also they present an opportunity where you may decide to try and make contact with your ex, where it's probably not going to be in your best interest to reach out to them. Now, if you want support going through breakup recovery, if you want to try and increase the chance of getting your ex back by moving through no contact successfully, then you may want to consider my audio coaching service, where me and you can speak one-on-one about your unique specific situation. Go to my website www.dateme.tips for more information about how I can become your coach and your teammate via my audio coaching service. So going back to point number two and making sure you go through the calendar of the next six months, 
making notes of all of these days which could ultimately cause you distress, pain and discomfort, and then making sure that you make plans on those days covering all of these situations so you know that when these difficult times come around, you are going to be in the best possible situation. I suggest making sure that you're spending time with other people. Organise situations, events, hangouts with friends and family. If you're going on holiday or vacation, make sure you're going with a group of people who are going to give you a positive experience, making sure you're smiling, laughing, having fun. This is the moment to make these plans. This is the moment to make sure it's in the calendar so that you're not sitting at home alone really, really upset. It's important to put in the work now so that when these days come along, you're not feeling distraught and you're not reaching out in any way, shape or form to your ex if you ultimately shouldn't be. You're not knocking on their door. You're not waiting outside where they work. And if you didn't use my advice in point number one, you may actually be trying to give them a call, send them a text because their number might still be in your phone. You know, that's why I'm saying remove their number. But if you go through the calendar, if you remove all of these negative worrying days by making sure you have plans covering them all, this will give you every chance of getting through no contact successfully. Whether or not you hear from your ex again, if you go through no contact successfully, you will be coming out of the other side in a much more positive position where you can ultimately find somebody even better if you don't get your ex back. But if you maintain no contact, if you live your life the right way, there is every opportunity that one day in the future your expert dumper will reach out to you and there is the possibility of where reconnection can take place. So now let's get into point number three and the final point of today's podcast about do this during no contact to increase the chance of getting your ex back. And point number three is write down five improvements. So, points number one and two was trying to help you get through no contact. Point number three is helping you increase that chance of getting your ex back if and when you hear from them. So today's podcast is all about increasing the chance of getting your ex back by going through no contact and doing certain things. Points one and two is hopefully going to stop you breaking no contact. Point number three is preparing you so if and when you hear from your ex, you are ready to try and reattract them. I want you to write down five things that you want to improve about your life. They could be big, they could be small. It might be something where you want to sign up to a new college course so that you can get a qualification and ultimately get the job you always dreamed of. Or it might be something a lot smaller, but something that you just wanted to tick and check off of the list of things you always wanted to obtain in your life. Maybe you decide that you want to improve your health and fitness by going on a few walks each week, when at the moment you don't really do that. That could count as one of the improvements. You need to be thinking about your life in every single aspect and understanding what you can do to improve yourself in every single way. Think about you from the outside. Imagine somebody is looking at you. What do you think that they would suggest you could improve? Ask your friends, ask your family members, but also look in the mirror physically and metaphorically and understand that you're not perfect. I know that because I'm not perfect. Your ex isn't perfect. None of us are perfect. We're all human. And we can all improve. And if you want to try to get your ex back, you need to become a version 2.0 of yourself. 
Now, if you want discussions with me regarding what you could do, then please consider my audio coaching service. But you might want to be trying to figure this out in your own mind first, at least. Write down five things that you can improve upon and start to achieve those goals. Slowly but surely, day by day, week by week, month by month, tick off, check off all of these things you're going to improve. And then if and when your ex contacts you again, you can showcase yourself as a version 2.0. This will give you the opportunity to try and get your ex back. Because unfortunately, the person that you were when you were dumped is not a good fit for your ex. You need to improve and you can do it now. If you believe that this podcast has helped you, then please consider buying me a coffee. The link to do so is in the description.